Since 2017, the Italian Wine Podcast has exploded, recently hitting 6 million listens. Support us by buying a copy of Italian Wine Unplugged 2.0 or making a small donation. In return, we'll give you the chance to nominate a guest and even win lunch with Stevie Kim and Professor Attilio Scienza. Find out more at italianwinepodcast.com. Chin chin! Italian Wine Podcast is delighted to present a series of highlights from the 2022 Wine to Wine Business Forum, focusing on wine communication and bringing together the most influential speakers in the sectors to discuss the hottest topics facing the wine industry today. Don't forget to tune in every Thursday at 2 p.m. Central European Time or visit winetowine.net for more information. Good evening to you all. My name is Francesco Minetti. I am the owner of an agency called The Welcome. For 30 years, we have been dealing with wine communication. While I was getting ready for this presentation, there was a question that was haunting me. Here is the question. Why are we still here talking about PR? There has been a digital revolution, you know, that much has happened in recent years, yet uh, we still talk about PR. We Italian, Italians uh, uh, associate the world relationship with uh, loving someone someone or uh, making friends uh, or things uh, like that well uh, this is uh, because uh, we are uh, naturally uh, designed or bound to entertain good relationships it comes uh, natural to us uh, today however i hope i am useful to you and give you six uh, take away messages on uh, the question of international pr in the wine uh, sector uh, these are my own opinions and i will try and validate them with some visual models that help me to open up my horizons uh, why uh, relationships and why are they still effective? Well, uh, I'm not uh, going back in history and talk about Aristotle. However, Paul Watzlawick is a psychologist uh, um, uh, who 55 years ago wrote uh, an important uh, treatise, which is the pragmatics of human communication. Uh, this uh, book is uh, so hard to read. Five uh, key actions uh, are the ones that we have learned from him. So communication develops on two planes, relationship and content. Well, the first classifies the second one. The concept is that human interrelationship includes these two items, relationship and content. Relation is more important than content. Here, Take a look at the visual scheme. A is the starting point, and B is the destination point. What lies in between is a road. The content travels across this road. The road is relationship. 
Now, we are talking about uh, different uh, uh, routes or routes, depending on whether you are uh, a mega corporation or a smaller company working uh, on a local market. And so, in that way, uh, it, the route is not going to be so straight, but more beautiful to look at. Now, what is my first takeaway? If you don't invest in the relationship, it doesn't make sense to invest in contents. Well, this may sound obvious to you. Uh, this is not the case. As, uh, in, well, in the past few years, uh, all of the big gurus have talked about contents. Uh, contents first, uh, contents, content marketing, content is king. So my assumption is uh, that at the moment we have even too much content. We shouldn't struggle for more content. Well, the public is overwhelmed by um, content. What is missing is relationships. You have to invest on relationship. It doesn't mean that you have to pay in order to establish a relationship. You must be genuinely interested in building a relationship. Why in corporate communication, why do we need relationships? Well, we pursue three goals, ultimately. When I started out into this job, I said to myself, how can we uh, arrange all the available tools? Well, I couldn't understand how uh, such an old-fashioned action like a piano was still so popular. So there are three uh, goals. First of all, control. We want to have a full control of what we do uh, when we say it and decide if to say it or not. Visibility want to reach the highest possible number of people. And the third one, which is reputation. So we would like to be talked about spontaneously and in favorable terms. Well, control, reach, and reputation. Well, there are proprietary channels that we know very well. I won't dwell on them. Proprietary uh, contents are the website, uh, well, sales supports, uh, corporate, uh, um, corporate uh, videos. Uh, these are owned. However, they give us very little visibility and a very little reputation because uh, this is uh, self-centered. How can we... Uh, do uh, to take a further step. We have uh, to attract the traffic uh, through web marketing and social media. Social media are not the proprietary uh, channels. They can just help you to bring traffic to your proprietary uh, channels. Well, I'm sure you know that the Zuckerman's algorithms change all the time, and the content that was viewed by a given number of people now is visible to fewer people. If you want to be even more visible, well, until 30 years ago, advertising was the answer. You pay a media company that... 
uh, is, is responsible for making a public loyal through advertising. You have a control because you are the decision maker. You get uh, visibility, but you don't have any reputation. What is uh, to do in order to win a reputation? What I can do is uh, to employ a press agency so that the people uh, talk spontaneously about me. I don't uh, pay uh, those who speak highly of me. I'm paying in middlemen that uh, leads me to earn uh, so ratings, awards that we are all uh, striving for, and the word of mouth, uh, referrals, very good. So what do you get here? You lose uh, control, because you can't decide the, time, the, the timing of the mouth, and I can't make sure they speak highly of me. So this may be the case. What to do is to be done in order to come a full circle. I should uh, 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 take control again of spontaneous reviews and distribute them in my channels. So in between, there is marketing. Marketing is the only activity that at the moment can control then put together control and visibility and reputation. This explains why recently we are so interested again, in spite of many doubts. But, well, uh, technically speaking, this is uh, in the evolution of advertorial, with someone uh, that is uh, pledging uh, themselves. So this is uh, the only way to, relationship is the only way to increase one's reputation. That's why it is uh, so interesting to talk about uh, relationships, uh, the context uh, change, uh, our target population changes, well, that's the only way that we can use uh, successfully. If uh, you don't understand why reputation is important, I am sharing another visual model uh, with you. The target of any company is uh, to uh, make profits. Well, uh, profitability is uh, something that's uh, measurable. Uh, this is uh, the margin. The margin is uh, the result of a mathematical uh, uh, operation, revenues minus costs. Yeah. That's very basic. We have uh, two ways uh, to increase or to support uh, one's uh, margins. Well, of course, uh, we are not here uh, to maximize the profits only, but uh, making profits is essential in order to be sustainable. You can increase uh, revenues or uh, decrease uh, costs. Well, uh, cost minimization is uh, not possible in the long term. It's uh, not sustainable uh, in the longer term. So the, uh, there have been uh, social uh, um, harms made uh, by this attempt. Wine to Wine Business Forum. Everything you need to get ahead in the world of wine. Supersize your business network. Share business ideas with the biggest voices in the industry. Join us in Verona on November 13 to 14, 2023.
Tickets available now at pointwine.net. And uh, this is not uh, technically possible. If you want to make uh, premium wine, you have to uh, spend, invest a lot on consultancy, materials, analysis. So cost minimization is possible. Revenues is quantity times price. You can expand the volume, of course, but this is not sustainable in the long period because farming uh, is uh, working uh, of uh, scarce uh, assets uh, such as uh, the uh, expansion, the expense of uh, vineyards. I mean, it's so difficult to in, to uh, in, increase uh, volumes. The only way to go is uh, to uh, sustain uh, prices. You can do that in different ways. As Adam Smith used to say, the price is the monetary value that gravitates around the value. Why? That's, so value is a completely subjective variable, and it has to do with our psychological perception. The only option to build a longer-term value, since we cannot like uh, in other industries, uh, file uh, patents or things like that. So the only way for us is uh, to uh, protect the, cre- the pro- a process of intangible value. Now, this is called brand, and brand is uh, inherently based on relationship and uh, confidence. Well, that's all, that's all very well, but what has changed in recent years? So the brand is, uh, I call it brand, so I show it uh, as part of two fundamental markets, the product market, the conventional one, of microeconomic competitive analysis and the relationship or reputation market. Let's take a look at the first one. Here we have been exposed to many competitive pressures such as sector-based competition and number of increasing number of products, increasing number of brands, cross-sectional competition. There are other sectors that have invested in the wine industry. Many spirit companies have invested in the wine industry because they are using the same sales force. Now they are divesting because they understood it's going to be a failure. However, in many, there are many other sectors that are diversifying their investments in the wine sector. So we have a multi-sectorial uh, competitors uh, that work on the evolution of the uh, demand. Uh, there are those increasing the supply, the other will decrease the demand. Uh, they want to have low alcohol, uh, they want beer, and these uh, somehow partially uh, replaces the word of our product. Then, of course, we have increasing powers in the retail, and we do have geopolitical risks. We have protectionism risks for this sovereignty of the country, and this occurs to protect our industries. Well, 
that's right. And uh, this happens, uh, for instance, also for the other markets, such as Brazil, that has increased duties so much that has uh, make it made it impossible to work there. There are for sure certain uh, strategic marketing operations that could be carried out to counterbalance uh, these uh, complexities, uh, but this is not the focus today, but there are many things that can be done and that Italian wineries are doing it. But let's have a look at the uh, complexity of uh, relationships. Well, as a rule, these three things have happened. A decrease of the media of traditional sectors, and on the other side, uh, there is a search for the ethical code and an increase in uh, professional expertise. And once there were uh, next exclusive uh, focus uh, on uh, actually paper press. Uh, let's think about uh, the 80s, uh, the wine colonists, especially of the uh, Italian journals, uh, but also international journals as well. But um, as a matter of fact, uh, they were actually uh, consuming bulk wines, uh, they consuming uh, wines uh, also from close uh, markets, and to have a winemaking cellar or a packaging uh, facility uh, were indeed uh, um, were requiring so high investments that uh, there were very few brands that could do it, uh, those with uh, which had uh, a greater distribution. There was a non-differentiated commodity, there was not much diversity, and there was not much need of communication. So the printed press journalists uh, uh, then uh, had uh, others uh, being added uh, because uh, certain uh, denominations uh, become successful in the world. And so we have uh, those being specialized. And then uh, prizes uh, started and also ratings. But then the digital uh, comes and uh, these uh, actually upsets the traditional journalism because uh, they bring about a substantial decrease in advertising revenues, so consolidation and concentration of indeed of the journals uh, and then uh, consistent uh, editions uh, and even great editors uh, from the Anglo-Saxon work, Robert Parker, Johnson or Wallstaff were taken over, so uh, in a process of consolidation. And what does this mean? It substantially means less and less a person to whom we should not write what we are and why we are different. So this is a very interesting topic, but we will see this better later on. There's also a third topic, which actually has a technological complexity and information overload and increase in the channels. And let's have a look and see uh, a little bit better what I was saying before. If we just look at uh, the industry journals uh, and uh, if we put in a diagram uh, of the demand and supply, we had a certain demand that was matching with a certain supply. So we're talking about uh, the market of reputation. There was a certain amount of reputation that could be bought at a certain price. But the demand increases uh, as we 
was saying, because the competition in the industry incredibly increases. So there are 18,000 wineries in Italy as of today. Of course, they do not all work in the reputation market, but 10% at least already is a great number. Then the aggregate supply actually moves, being less elastic but more rational. And this means that we have to spend much more now to get less reputation. There is an excess in demand and an overbalance. Let's think about how many price releases we have to issue. And let's think about how many expenses we have to incur to actually have memorable experiences and how many times we have to call people to have them here. So this is part of a financial investment in a certain period of time. So this for sure is a sign of a new point of balance. So the fourth takeaway is that public relations should not be just limited to the press as a single target because the cost-benefit ratio is too high. Probably this could be strange from someone who has a press agency, but this is indeed how it is. Let's have a look at the previous model and let's try to identify another aspect and try to have certain hints or suggestions just to get to the conclusion. So what happens? It happens that indeed the supply of reputation is less and less. When there is a demand, there is also an alternative supply. Not only we have a journalist, but we do have Master of Wine and then Sommelier. They start communication distribution activities uh, uh, through blogs or through education and training courses. Uh, then we have the influencers uh, uh, who cover this uh, gap and, and, you know, they start uh, offering contents uh, and the chefs become also ambassadors because uh, this is a way to do communication when the press alone was not able to do it. So uh, we we absolutely have to consider these new players right now. And above all, and this is indeed um, the uh, more challenging part of my uh, topic and my presentation, is that we, we must have, uh, uh, you know, um, actually view on the past and, and do a throwback. So when there were just few journalists, uh, what did we do? We were just thinking about selling. PR, the true public relations were conducted with customers on the word and on trade. And probably the big importers and indeed sommelier and restaurant owners contributed to develop brands, at least as a big journalist. And for me, the key is the active and strategic management of distribution. 
Distribution is the main visibility leverage of distribution, and we can control that. We can do it more often and often, say no. Uh, it's very difficult to say no, but we will see that uh, just in a while. What I imagine for the future, and uh, this is something that uh, is uh, being done by the wineries, uh, structured wineries, uh, between commercial and communication. So I may think about uh, agents uh, that are indeed allowed to consolidate the brand and not only to increase their revenues. Uh, and so thinking about uh, events uh, at restaurants, uh, because of that's where I want to consolidate my presence. But quite often, you know, the commercials just look for the score because that's the only argument they have uh, to when they say, and the others, indeed, uh, the communicators do not have any idea about the positioning and they go after certain KPIs that have nothing to do with distribution. And if you think that the KPIs is the number, total number of articles. But is it like that? And if the product is not in that country, I mean, uh, what's the purpose of having an article issued uh, in that country? So there is indeed um, a separation between two corporate functions uh, that should work much more closely. And this was uh, actually proven uh, by a long supply chain. There is less and less control uh, down the road. But uh, I remember that once uh, in a meeting, I said to the company commercial that it would have been interesting, uh, uh, you know, for him to go to the social media and see what we are saying, and that you show this also to the customers in order to provide a consistent message. And he said, you do your job and I do mine, which is, of course, true and I agree with that, but my point was that in the expertise of commercial people right now, it is necessary to understand communication. It is necessary to think about a distribution in a strategic way. It is necessary to understand which are the listings of wine that create opinion, who are the, um, you know, the opinion leaders and sommeliers, and uh, who influences uh, customers' uh, tastes and how your products are introduced uh, to the customers and understanding which are, who are the right customers. And this is important because in this case, you have serious uh, arguments in addition to the score and rankings. And I have, uh, uh, you know, a lot of examples of uh, great brands in the wine world uh, that have uh, built a great brand apart from the score. So this is feasible. On the other side, uh, it is very important that uh, in the job description of those uh, in charge of communication, there is also uh, something more within commercial skills. So we have to understand that a brand is at the center of two very complex markets and, uh, of course, uh, vulnerable. So the media visibility without distribution does not make sense. And when I'm told uh, we need to do positioning and then 
I wonder. But what contributes the most to positioning? Listing, wine listing, uh, a good uh, um, point of sale, uh, great scoring, uh, or then an, uh, a, a wine auction, or a host uh, offering your wine every day? Well, of course, it depends on your price point, on your positioning, and on how your offering is structured. But if I'm asked whether good uh, scoring or a good distribution distributor is serving the best um, restaurants accounts more, my answer is clear. That is uh, not the paradox of whether the egg or the hen were born first, but first you do right distribution and then you help the distribution because the positioning is the place, the position you occupy in the world. If you're not there on the shelves, if you are not there in the listings, you might have the entire communication in the world, but you're not going to sell. So, and also someone tells me, but without the score, no commercial partner, no important commercial partner, uh, you know, takes you into consideration. But I have so many uh, opposite uh, examples for that. So the fifth takeaway is that uh, distribution itself is communication. Without a synergic uh, relationship between commercial marketing communication, uh, you cannot think about effective uh, PR. So close to the conclusions, uh, if we really wanted to come the end consumers, uh, uh, you know, who are very important because after COVID, uh, uh, they are the ones to be conquered. So let's start uh, selling, uh, spending something more and maybe spending a little bit less in communicating because this is against my interest, but this is the only sustainable strategy we have because we have emptied the professional journalistic offering, but we have also saturated the end customers with uh, act too much information. So this is the right time to customize this and to be relevant, establishing direct value contacts. So we have just created a small model that is not exhaustive, but there are two main points, three points that really differentiate you, and they should be three, no more but that should uh, really characterize you as a brand dealers. Uh, hopefully, you should find a purpose. Uh, and I don't know if you actually uh, heard uh, Kitty Hawk in uh, Five Wise. Uh, so the idea of having a vision and brand that goes beyond uh, you know, the limited uh, meaning of that word. And then, turn names. Ten people, ten people to whom you should, uh, uh, you know, tell your account. So three points for which you are different from all the others. Ten people to whom you could tell it, and then you can, you might say, "Well, many things have happened." Yes, it's true. Indeed, uh, these ten persons are. Uh, in include also digital content creators, uh, sommeliers, master wines, uh, and importers. Uh, 
and maybe even Alexa or Siri. Because some people say that they will be the influencers of tomorrow, but this is uh, our PR strategy. Thank you. Listen to the Italian Wine Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. We're on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Himalaya FM, and more. Don't forget to subscribe and rate the show. If you enjoy listening, please consider donating through italianwinepodcast.com. Any amount helps cover equipment, production, and publication costs. Until next time, cin cin.